Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode two of the Jonathan and Friends podcast. Kind of a silly name, but I love to talk to my friends about how their skills, passions, and opportunities uh, intersect to create a meaningful life. And so last episode, we talked to my wonderful wife, Jen, and I got some amazing feedback. Thank you guys so much. Um, it's kind of scary to put something out in the wild like a podcast. And so uh, the texts, the Instagram DMs, the messages, uh, all the love, I really do appreciate it. And I hope we can uh, meet that bar this this episode. We'll see what happens. Um, also in that last episode, I mentioned a few times uh, that you could go to YouTube to watch the episode if you wanted to do that. Well, I didn't put the video on YouTube. I'll do that later, uh, maybe in the future. I have the video, a couple problems with the video. I'm trying to fix those, but uh, we'll do YouTube later. How about that? And so uh, this week, I'm looking forward to episode two. I'm talking to my friend, Gil Sandoval, and he's actually right here with me. How are you doing, Gil? I'm doing great, man. <laughs> man, I'm so glad you're in the office. Dude, I know. This is awesome. I'm I excited. Lo- I love it. I'm going to have you introduce yourself in a minute. I'm not going to do all that for you. but um, So most of my guests are just going to be on, on the phone, but Gil is in town. Uh, we have some meetings after this uh, podcast recording, actually. So while he was here, I just said, would you mind sitting down? I'd love to have you as a guest on the podcast. So he's here. But Gil, for the people who may not know who you are, tell them who you are. Hey, first off, thank you for having me, man. I'm really excited to be here. Love the setup. This is really rad. Next <laughs> next level stuff, and I'm super pumped for it. Um, <clears throat> my name is Gil Sandoval. I am uh, CEO of the Sandoval Agency. Um, we are a rad agency from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Technically, it's Chandler, Arizona, but most of you will not know where Chandler is. <laughs> you just like to say Phoenix because it sounds cooler. Phoenix just—it's more familiar, right? Yeah. You're gonna—you're gonna. Most people know where Phoenix is, but Chandler. Um, look it up. It's a cool little town. If you're ever in town, hit me up. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of really, really awesome spots there. But uh, yeah, so we're an, uh, an advertising agency from Chandler, Arizona. We primarily focus in the digital space, right? So every, anything that has to do with digital, everything from you know production to um, development to uh, marketing, social media, all those kinds of wonderful things. That's awesome. And we'll, we'll get into some of this at the very end, but right <laughs> off the top, where can people find you on the internet? Sandoval Agency. So Sandoval Agency, you can go to sandoval.agency um, pretty much anywhere, and that's where you're going to find us. Find us. You can go to Sandoval agency.com and you're going to find everything there. Awesome. I'll put that in the show notes. I'll give you a little, little love in the show notes. (laughs) I love it. Well, we're going to jump into quite a bit of your story because that's the whole point of this podcast is is around where you've seen your skills intersect with your passions, intersect with the opportunities that have come in front of you. And then what that means for your life. Like, I I think, I think you're a pretty happy guy living a meaningful, joyful life. You know, uh, I woke up happy. So (laughs) (laughs) did you? Cause you're in Colorado where it snowed. Oh man, it was, I'm, I'm a, I'm generally an optimist at heart. (laughs) So, um, it was super cold last night. And when I flew in, I am, I may or may not have prayed a little extra hard as we're landing (laughs) because I saw the snow and, and all that stuff. But Um, it was super nice, man. Um, I love, I love the snow. Um, I did, as I was running this morning, I saw throughout the, uh, out the window, I saw a lady just like, I, she had to have been cussing at her car. (laughs) I I couldn't hear what she was saying, but she had to be cussing at her car because she was yelling and hitting her car, trying to scrape the snow off. Oh man. Um, I felt so bad. I wanted to go out there and help her, but I, 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 
guarantee you, um, I would have made it worse. You were busy on the treadmill. I was, and and that also, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. It's beautiful here, man. Yeah, it's be- it's a good day. It's actually sunny right now, but we got probably four or five inches of snow last night, and Arizona boys aren't used to that. No, no, we are not. Um, thankfully, um, right. thankfully, my wife uh, grew up in the snow, and she understands <laughs> this weather, so she made sure I packed it accordingly. That's awesome. I love it. All right, so we met, uh, I was thinking about this, we met about 10 years ago, nine wow. Nine years ago, yeah. roughly, mm-hmm. in Thailand. Mm-hmm. You want to tell that story a little bit? Like, how did you Ooh. end up in Thailand? You, tell your backstory. You got a cool <clears throat> story. Yeah. So um, we were in a band, and we've we were we've been in a band for a very very long time. Most of my life, actually. Now that I think about it, and <clears throat> through through a very interesting current of events. It, it, there was this, uh, there was this, uh, Matt Stoll. Yeah. Matt Stoll, uh, said, Hey, um, we're going to Thailand. Um, and we need a band. Um, you could play a concert there and you can also, you know, help us with the, some of the worship songs. That would be really cool. Yeah. And I said, yes, immediately. <laughs> right. I was like, Thailand. Yes. Yeah. Right? We're kind of in the middle or in the beginning stages of recording an album. So I remember, I remember Manny, my brother said, no. He oh, was like, really? yeah, dude, you didn't know this? No. So this is, this is crazy. This is even crazier. Cause he was like, I don't think it's the right time. I don't think we should do this. I don't think. And I was like, I already said yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to figure it out. And the, the funniest thing is we went to Thailand and Manny met his wife there. That's right. Yep. The Rachel. Yep. Right? She yeah. met Rachel there. That is hilarious. Um, uh, and she was a teacher out yeah. Um, out there and he met her there at the conference and um, they kept in touch ever since and they got married. So he nearly ruined his own life he, he, by yep. saying no. He almost said no. Wow. I did not know that. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was very, it was very um, just kind of like happened. It wasn't yep. like a planned thing. It, it, yeah. it actually, I think we got our tickets super last minute also. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a very last minute thing, but I remember that. Yeah. it was one of the highlights of, of, our band days for sure. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. I mean, well, for the listeners, I got to just say like, okay, first of all, you need to know the band Safe Haven. Yes. Right. Yes. The band's name is Safe Haven. You're still on Spotify. Correct. Probably everywhere else. I don't know. I'm a Spotify yeah. person, but yeah. Okay. So Safe Haven, go look at it if you want, but it's like, can I just say punk rock? Like, yeah. Is that fair? Like, <laughs> that's, that's what I would like to be known for <laughs> and known as. I don't necessarily, it depends, it depends on what you consider punk rock. Okay. Right. I'm like, not it, like a music aficionado. Right well, no, but, it, and also, you know what? It depends on when you were born, mm. what, what you consider punk rock, because mm. I feel like, and really how deep into punk rock music you are. Yeah. Cause punk rock could be like the Ramones, right? Okay. Um, it could yeah. be, you know anything and it, you know some people consider like you know blink 182 punk rock you know yeah. that kind of stuff so yes uh i i think technically it would, it would be classified as like rock alternative or something like okay. that okay. um but we would you know for our own ego sake let's call you it wanna, punk rock, you yeah. be punk rock. <laughs> yeah. let's go with punk rock all right so punk rock band safe yep. haven you guys fly to thailand and i have really fond memories of this concert you guys put on for us and we had this huge uh 30 foot wide uh wall projection wall and i think you played bass yeah bass but you're the lead singer correct so lead singer playing bass just jamming and on that big led wall or big video wall it's just, we had flames going oh, yeah. and oh, it, yeah. it was 
just who was the guy doing production? It was Cameron. Cameron Ware? Ware? Cameron Ware. Ware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and Stephen Proctor. Yep. Which yep. I'll eventually have Stephen on the podcast. Dude, those dudes are like for real, right? Yeah. Like they're not they're not your run of the mill like no. production dudes. They're those those legit guys. <coughs> the VJs, and right? Video jockeys, and <laughs> production people. I mean, that's that's yeah. their thing. I remember. I remember just you know getting to thailand and them setting these little little machines up and me thinking oh that's cool and then, <laughs> that's and then yeah, yeah oh that's cute and then getting up on stage for like the run through and seeing like the entire like the entire backdrop just light up yeah and it was it was wonderful it was those, really cool those guys are fantastic so all right so we have some great memories in thailand with uh safe haven okay so the other thing i was going to say i think this is fair to say but um so the band is all your brothers, right? Or was it other two, people? So two brothers and my, now my brother-in-law. Okay. But all from Guatemala. Uh, my, both my brothers. Well, so well you're Guatemala. I'm Guatemala. I was born in Guatemala. Are, my, my brothers are, but they were born here in the States. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so what I was told is like, Hey, there's this band and they're all Guatemalan and they're <laughs> a punk rock band. <laughs> A Guatemalan punk rock yeah. band. And then you guys showed up in Thailand and your brother, is it was it Dan with the red mohawk? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So so Dan, the drummer, has a red mohawk mm -hmm. and it's it's these punk this punk rock Guatemalan brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway, good memories, man. Thank you. If it weren't for that crazy moment, we wouldn't be sitting right Absol here today. I know. So yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, let's jump into uh, what we're here to actually talk about. Okay. We have fun stories from Thailand. Should I tell just one quick story? Sure. Are you okay with it? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I, I promised Gil before we hit record I wouldn't embarrass him, but now I'm going to. <laughs> so if you've never been to this one spot in Thailand, uh, Chiang Mai, Thailand, there's a yeah. mountain that goes up to this temple. And so we decided to all rent scooters yeah. and, and go up the mountain. <laughs> and uh, I'll just tell the one part of the story. There's a lot of funny parts to this day, but we got... We got the whole Safe Haven band and a few others, and we're all going up the mountain on our scooter. Little scooter's a generous term. Like it's like a it's moped. It's like a moped, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a moped. Anyway, we're all going up the mountain on our moped. Not going very fast. Well, it's also it's it's very steep. It is very steep. It was Switch beautiful. Yeah, yeah, switchbacks. It was very beautiful though. Yeah. And it was just like amazing Thai mountain that we're just kind of going yeah, around you're and circling around. it basically. Yeah. And anyway, I come around a corner and there is Gil. <laughs> laying in the ditch with his moped <laughs> and and we're all just like what like uh, you were on the other side yeah. of the road you had yep. crossed the other side that was of the traffic. first time that was the first time it happened yeah well, i wasn't going to tell everybody it was okay. multiple <laughs> i was gonna leave that out okay there were multiple accidents uh, but that was yeah. the first one i i think accident would be a generous term how would you I, describe I, that moment uh a stupid situation <laughs> so so we're going up this hill right so we're going up this this mountain going going around and around and i i anything that has two wheels on it i'm just horrible <laughs> on anything motorized sorry anything motorized that has two wheels on it it's just oh it's 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 a problem for me so we're going up these we're, we're going up this mountain and i i can't remember the first time how it happened exactly but we're going up and i wasn't used to the way that the mechanics were with the, the throttle with, with the throttle yeah, and the yeah. brake and they were both hand so yeah. braking with your left hand throttling with your right whatever um <clears throat> and you know when you go to these third world countries like it, it, people get really close yeah. when driving they don't really it's i guess respect space when it comes to driving it's kind of just in and out yeah. you know just a little a, a tad bit reckless and then you have a rookie like myself mm. that's never driven in, the, in a place like that going up this this beautiful hill 
maybe not paying as much attention as they should have been paying. Mm. And um, so this guy in a in a in a in a truck kind of breaks a little bit in front of me, and I swerve. And instead of hitting the brakes, oh, which is the left hand, I yes. hit I hit the brakes and I hit the acceleration at, at the same, same time. And so then you my panicked. yeah, so I panicked. My bike kind of skipped clipped the back of this truck and I went across the lane <laughs> and into the side of the ditch um the mountain and I'm there on the floor that was the first time the second time it was very similar a guy cuts me off and this was probably in the span of like I don't know 20 minutes oh if that it yeah. was it was very shortly thereafter <laughs> it was very 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 quick the say i get back on uh, everyone's like around me and like oh my god are you okay are you okay is everything okay i'm like i'm fine i'm fine just my ego a little yeah. bruised you know it's yeah. i'm good we i'm good. A good laugh yeah yeah so you know everyone kind of laughed it off and said okay ha 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 you get up on the bike be careful probably three minutes later same thing happens but this time i hit i hit um the back of a i hit the back of another truck that cut me off and i hit my chest on the steering wheel and i flipped over the bike and i landed oh on the road i knew you landed on the road but i didn't know all that before yeah that. i okay. landed on the road <laughs> Wow. so then josh comes up behind and he like stops and he's like dude what the heck man are you okay and that that one kind of knocked the wind out of me you know yeah so i'm like just kind of there i'm just like just give me a second <laughs> just give me a second let me catch my breath oh, man. i'm okay i'm not you know i'm okay and long story short it happened one more time we, we won't discuss that time but oh. happened one more time and turns out i we go back you know matt Stoll was like uh, no joe remember joe Stoll? Yeah. uh joe said um um why don't why don't you ride on my on my bike <laughs> ride on the back of my bike wow and i was like i'm not gonna do that joe <laughs> we used to call him uncle joe yeah uncle joey we're not gonna i'm not gonna do that uncle joe i'm not gonna go on you know ride behind you like your girlfriend i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna ride my own scooter and i'm gonna ride it back down and i'm gonna be fine i'm not gonna die um when we got back to the hotel i remember going to see like a like one of the like there's like a doctor or somewhere yeah. there yeah and he said you may have fractured or or um like fractured or bruised, fractured a, rib. Or bruised a rib oh wow and i said oh my gosh what do i do what do i do and he's like nothing you yeah. know like you can't really do anything oh my gosh um he's like you're fine um but yeah that was that was interesting oh man and then Five i had to sing that night oh yeah you sang that night i sang that oh, night yeah well, i'm yeah. glad you made it back to sing yeah. oh my gosh I, I threw up in the bathroom as well yeah uh, yeah well it was it was like so painful to sing because of my ribs oh my um God. and i think 30 minutes into the set i went in the bathroom threw up and then came back out <laughs> wow i'm learning a lot right now I <laughs> yeah had, i had I no mean, idea talk about youth man i was i was a lot younger and tougher back then yeah yeah, we were all 10 years younger back then yeah. or whatever it was. Man, yeah. that's those are fun memories. Yeah, well, it was a good time. Fun trip down memory lane. I hope, <laughs> I hope everybody listening enjoyed that as much as we did. We, <laughs> But we could tell these stories all day probably. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, let's jump into the real reason why you're here. Well, you're here to meet for other stuff, but yeah. the real reason why we're on this podcast. But all right, I want to talk about your skills, your passions, and the opportunities in front of you. So maybe l let's start with um, skills. Okay. Like, you, you know, you run a marketing agency right now and very successful i mean people can go to your website and see your credentials and what you clients you worked with that's pretty impressive stuff but where did that begin i mean let's let's you, you didn't just wake up one day and say all right i'm the ceo of an agency so what skills led you to this moment so <clears throat> when i was um, when i was in high school um i was given an opportunity or i was given a choice right it was the health program it was the technology program or it was the finance program I can't stand the sight of blood. So, you know, and needles just, I can't do that. So, um, <clears throat> health program was out. 
out the window. Um, I was never good at math and I didn't want anything to do with, with math in general, really. Yeah. It was mainly math, um, which now in hindsight, you know, would have probably been good. You need it now. I'd probably, yeah, yeah. I'd pro- that, w- that would have helped. Um, so I said no to that and technology seemed like the easy route. Mm. So I started with technology um, and I thought it was going to be like building computers and doing that kind of stuff. It ended up being, and it was, but there was a uh, element of design. Mm. And this was early on in the Photoshop, I think two days. Um, so I started there and I took the class. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I, I just fell in love with graphic design. Mm. So I started doing that. I thought it was a graphic designer after a month of using Photoshop. We all did. Same way I thought yeah. it was Evil Knievel after 10 yeah. minutes of writing a moped. Um, <laughs> you kind of were. You jumped that curve. I, I did. I'm more Evil Knievel than a lot of people on that trip. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> you know, we... Um, I, so I started I started there and I fell in love with it, man. Um, and through trial and error, to be honest, um, like I said, after a month of, of that class, I thought I was a graphic designer. Yeah. And I started just designing. Um, and uh, I tell the story a lot, but um, I, I believe I was like 17, um, 16, 17, uh, around that age when I started like going around. I grew up in South Central Los Angeles and mm-hmm. I, I would go around businesses down in downtown and I would knock on their doors and say, Hey, I'm a graphic designer, which I wasn't. <laughs> um, I, I, I will redo your logo and I will like design some flyers for you for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I want is for you to tell me if they're good or not. I, all I want is for you to give me feedback. Um, and if you want to pay me, cool, yeah. no, no harm, no foul. Yeah. Um, but, it, but if you don't totally free and if you use it, that would be really cool. So I started doing that and I did that for about, I don't know, two or three years. Wow. Um, and that's kind did, of how did I Did anybody started. pay you? No, <laughs> okay. uh, no. And I, and I, now in hindsight, I'm like, I shouldn't have been paid. I, it, there's no reason why they sh- I should have gotten paid for that stuff. Um, it was not design. It was not branding. It yeah. was me just like messing around in Photoshop. Filter, like Photoshop. Yeah. Filters. Literally there's an action called swirl. Yeah. I know that one. You just like click the button and it just swirlifies. Yep photo and that's what i was doing and i was calling it graphic yeah. design my favorite one was uh, i can't remember the name of it now but it was like the the, the light ray thing like it looked like a okay sun yeah, yeah, yeah. uh lens flare lens or light, flare. light flare something like that yeah. yeah i think it was called lens flare mm-hmm. that was my go-to yeah so you were swirling i was lens flare there you we would have made a good team dude <laughs> swirling lens flare everywhere <laughs> okay so that's what started the passion then like you were passionate about graphic design passionate yeah. about design and then where did, where did it go like what you know <clears throat> that's an interesting question so it for me, it, I realized that I, I loved the ability to create things mm-hmm. and, and to be creative. And that's kind of why the the band and music was such an important thing for me as yeah, well. Because natural I was, progression. Yeah. yeah, I was able to be creative and I was able to create things and, and, and think outside the box and make something that was my own. With with design, it was very similar, right? I started design first and I, I fell in love with it and then through trial and error and through really just um, failing a lot, I fell in love with with the marriage of business and design, huh. right? I realized that my, my design and what I liked was, was not the most important thing. And I needed to figure out a way to marry the, marry the, the business side of things business objectives and goals yeah. with my creative outlet with my yeah. art. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I realized really early on that I would find my 
my purpose, my success within that middle ground. Yeah. Okay. So let's build like a little timeline. So you're going, you're knocking door to door in high school. Yeah. Uh, saying review my designs, yep. give me some feedback, get a little bit of feedback. No one way, mind. one way graphics. That's what I was called. One one way graphics. One way graphics with an X. Graphics yep, that's exactly X. right. Okay, <laughs> that's what everyone did. Back yeah, then. of course I remember those days. <laughs> um, anyway, so you're high school, you're going door to door, and then uh, wh- where in that timeline are you thinking I, I want to marry business with this or like? Um, I believe it was a, a few years in. Okay. Um, it was a few years in after, and so it was after I realized that nobody was buying my designs okay. after I realized that I'm making a lot of stuff that I think is cool, yeah. but it's irrelevant okay. because what I think is cool is not necessarily what the business needs. Yeah. Right. Um, and then when you figured out a way to get business, did you make those designs or did you hire somebody to make those designs? I made those designs. Okay. Um, so the other, the other component here was that I joined a, um, this was early in the dot com days or early in the internet internet days, the dial up days. Yep. So I joined a company as a salesperson around when I was like eighteen, um, as a salesperson to sell uh dial up internet door to door. So it was like is it, they were gonna be like um So you're uh, like, here's one way graphics and also here's your dial up internet right, plan. Yeah, like, okay. pretty much. <laughs> something like that. Um and so <clears throat> I would sell dial up the internet door to door. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got my selling chops, if you will. Wow. Yeah. So I would go door to door saying, hey, you know, this this internet provider is, you know, back then it was like 10 seconds, right? Like dial up was yeah. crazy slow. Yeah. This is this internet is three seconds faster than AOL. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, all, all you got to do is buy the C- DVD ROM, put it in your in your computer and right. away you go, you know. <laughs> um, so I did that and that allowed me to kind of create or remove the awkwardness from the, Hey, can you pay me for my services? Yeah. Right. Um, then I started realizing that what these businesses cared about and what these business owners cared about was at the end of the day, a return. Yeah. Right. They want to return. They want to return on their investment on their investment. They don't want to just flush two, $300 down the toilet. They want to know, what what's wrong and how are you going to fix it and yeah. what's it going to do for me yeah so i started re- i remember going to a restaurant one time and seeing it being very empty and i remember talking to the owner and telling him i think your logo is really confusing because mm. you're you're i think it was an, an asian restaurant you serve chinese food but your logo has nothing to do with chinese food i think it's confusing and huh. i think i think it's confusing people and i remember <clears throat> him saying okay like i'll give you a chance uh, I designed the logo. He, I think he was the, like the first person or one of the first people to, to to pay me. And I remember designing a logo, and he showed it around to a couple of his uh, of his friends and people, and um, he fell in love with it. He was like, "This is so much better than what I have." Um, and and it was like a like a dawning moment for me. It was like a just like a light bulb moment where I realized this is communication. This is mm-hmm. really what it is. I'm I'm trying to communicate. To someone and it's not just about me it's because at, early on i thought design was what do i like yeah and and, and how how's it going to make me feel as a designer and i don't like the color red so i'm not going to ever use red right and i, I don't like green so i'm not going to use green <laughs> and i don't like that those shapes so i'm never going to use i don't like that style so i'm never going to use that style um and i realized that my job was to help businesses achieve their goals yeah not necessarily to just do stuff that i think is cool because cool 
and my taste is subjective. Right. Right. Um, I, something that I think is cool might not be cool to you, but right. we can both agree on the fact that this works for this objective. Yeah. So um, that was the beginning of uh, marrying what I now, or I, a lot of people call this the, the marriage between art and design. Yeah. Um, design mm -hmm. achieves a goal. It's there, there's an objective. Art is subjective. Right. right? Our art is like, what do I? It's more personal. It it's more personal. It's yeah. more of like my internal yeah. um, emotion and feeling. Yeah. So this is super interesting because um, I'm <laughs> piecing it together in my head as you talk, and you know, you had this passion for art and creativity and maybe even self-expression yeah. a little bit. You know, yep. you you just wanted that outlet. Well, then you figured out how to gain some skills in selling mm -hmm. by cutting your teeth, going door to door, selling yep. dial up internet, yep. um, which, which is awesome. And so you, you've got the creativity passion, you grew in some skills on the selling side. And then now let's jump to what opportunities has that brought you? And you can obviously fast forward all the way to Sandoval agency, right. but let's go back. Let's go to the first big contract that actually scared you to death, you know? <laughs> oh man. Well, the interesting part, to be honest, is that none of it was really planned Right. It, it all kind of happened because it all kind of happened because I just kept saying yes to things and could just kind of kept getting myself in, into things. Yeah. My dad used to tell me this all the time. <clears throat> he used to say in, in, um, all the way up until your thirties, it's, it's, it's experiment time. Mm. Just learn, do, do, do everything, try everything in your thirties. It's time for you to work. Yeah. It's time for you to get to work. Mm. During your 30s, you work, 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 work. And in your 40s, you will begin to see the benefits of, mm. of both of those times. Mm. You're exploring your discovery and then your work, your head yeah. down, your work time. Um, so <clears throat> I grew up with that mentality and I just said, okay, um, I love design, but maybe I'll love selling too, yeah. you know? And I loved certain aspects of, of selling, but it wasn't everything. Um, and <clears throat> through that, I remember the first time I got paid... I got paid to do a website um, and I was doing websites on like Dreamweaver. If, yeah, if, in and, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, is it still a thing? Is it still a product? It, it's still a product. Okay. I don't know anybody that uses it to it's be still, honest. It's still in the Adobe suite. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You can still download it. Wow. I, I don't know if, who uses it, um, yeah. but apparently it's super robust and everything, but it's just, I don't, there's so many other tools now. Yeah. You know, there's oh, so yeah. many other, other, other better tools yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Like the, like this <coughs> podcast sponsored by Squarespace. I'm just <laughs> That would be perfect. Anyway, that would have been, awesome. been fantastic. That would have been awesome. Squarespace, Squarespace, if you're listening, that yeah. would have been a perfect, perfect plug. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. I remember the first time I, I got paid for a, for a website was for a printing company um, that had hired me as a, as a freelancer. Mm. And it was for a whopping massive $500. Wow. And it was the most I'd ever been paid for anything. Yeah. Um, and I kid you not, I sweated bullets for weeks. Just, I don't know how this, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Wow. So in my design mind, um, I designed this massive, uh, like eccentric, just like beautiful thing. And then I had to like actually build it. Yeah. And the building part was the hard part oh. because I wasn't a developer. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, so the client said yes to the big extravagant oh, yeah. thing. Oh yeah. Oh that. Okay. I yeah. Get, and I now it. I have to build it yeah, yeah. all for $500. Oh, my and gosh. at the time I'm thinking, man, I'm making so much money here. And you know, at the end of that, I probably made a dollar an hour. Yeah. Um, but, but it was a lot of learning, a lot of experience and <clears throat> yeah, I had to build that thing in, in Dreamweaver spent many nights 
Mm. Um, before YouTube, I, I'm pretty sure, or before YouTube was big at least, um, and I spent many nights just trying to figure out how to make things work on that. Yeah, well, you know, in those days, before YouTube tutorials were everything, yeah, or even a thing at all, we would just have to build it, break it, mm-hmm. figure out why it wasn't working, mm-hmm. you know, build it again. Like, it was just right. trial and error. Right, over, it really over, was. I've been there, yeah. I know yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was like the first time for me that that first like massive scary moment yeah. was. Um, I remember that website. Um, and yeah. But and, you made the sell. <coughs> I mean, you sold the client for this thing. And that's yeah. that's well, a huge accomplishment. And, and you know, the, 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 the truth of the matter also is the fact that I, I've, I've always been good at like talking and selling mm. and I never wanted to be like a con man or a shyster and I never wanted to right. be taken as a con man or a shyster. Right. So I really had to toe that line and figure out like where, where those, like where, where those boundaries were when it came to, I can sell really good, but I also need to make sure that I can deliver on the promises that I make, yep. you know? Um, and to be honest in my, in my teens, in my early teens or my late teens, early twenties, I, um, there's a lot of trial and error there, yeah. you know, figuring, figuring that, that formula out. Yeah. Well, you know, the delivering on the promise, that's why you made a dollar an hour right. roughly, right? Correct. Because you weren't willing to cut corners Correct. or give them something <clears throat> that wasn't what they paid for. You know. <clears throat> well, and early on, yeah, to that point, early on, I realized that what, what was going to get me, maybe not so early on, but more middle of my career, I realized what was going to get me to the next level wasn't my design ability. Yeah. It was my relationships. Mm. It was the people that, that I was good to. Yeah. And the people that I did, you know, deliver on my promise, even though I was losing out on massive amounts of money, right. You know, <clears throat> at the time, and you, you, I'm sure you'll agree with this at, at the time I thought $500 was so much money. Right. Right. And I couldn't fathom somebody paying me $5,000 right. for something. Yeah. And then when the $5,000 thing came, I thought that was so much money and mm. I couldn't fathom <laughs> being paid $50,000 for right. something. And then that came yeah. and then, you know, so, and every, at, at every step, there are new problems introduced, new nuances. Yeah. Um, and I tell young designers all the time, like, don't don't wish your life away. Don't yeah. wish your career away. Yeah. Right. Enjoy the moments that you're in because mm. yes, getting paid more is awesome and it's and it's cool, but it also comes with a lot of heavier things. Yeah. It also comes with a lot of re- big responsibilities. Yeah. I had never been sued by someone that paid me five hundred bucks. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never been I, I've I've never had a, a you know, a a, a a big um, financial issue with someone that paid me a couple thousand dollars. Right. Those always come with the bigger contracts. Of course. Yeah. But the but the principle is the same of delivering on the promise. Correct. Right. So you learn that early. Right. At the five hundred dollar level, yes. and then when it ratchets up to fifty, five hundred thousand, five hundred million, doesn't matter. The right. principle is the same. I promise you, I would deliver this. Yep. I'm and gonna I'm going to do that. it. Yeah. And you know, at the end, all every single. Uh, every single interaction, every single project, every single client, there are people involved. Mm. And if you're at the bottom of all that, if you are good to people, yeah, they're going to be good to you. It comes back around. Yeah. Yeah. Period. That's true. That's awesome. So I'm kind of just putting the pieces together on the passion for creativity and art and design, the skill to go out and sell the skill to uh, learn how to be a people person, the yeah. skill of how to marry business and design. And then the opportunities start to come. Somebody says, hey, here's 500 bucks for this website. Here's 5,000 for this thing that I need. Yeah. And now here you are today. Yeah. And, and now 
brag on Sandoval Agency. We, we've heard the, you know, <coughs> swirl filter Photoshop skill <laughs> to CEO Sandoval Agency. What are some of the accomplishments you're most proud of? Oh man. Um, one of the, one of the things I'm most proud of, to be honest, is the team that we have right now. Mm. I think we spent a lot of time, uh, refining and <clears throat> weeding out and building a team of people that are hard workers, that are creatives, that have relation, relational mindsets that, that believe in, in a, a team setting and a team culture. Um, and, uh, that's probably the thing I'm most proud of. Um, <clears throat> I became the CEO of the agency during the pandemic. So I think I'm two months into the pandemic. Um, so my, my celebration was short lived <laughs> because I was basically, you know, it was basically like, okay, you're a CEO now. Let's make sure we don't sink. Yeah. Yeah. Save the company, <laughs> save the company, figure this out. Um, and obviously I didn't do it by myself. I, I, I never, I never thought I would do it by myself. I've always had my brothers and, you know, yeah. my partners and, and honestly the entire team. <clears throat> but so that's one of the, one of the, probably the most thing I'm proud of. The other thing I'm, I'm super proud of is the fact that I'm in business with my brothers and my, my bandmates. Yeah, that's fine. And we always joke all the time saying that we made it out alive, mm. that we, we made it through the music industry <laughs> and we made it out alive because a lot of bands don't stick together and they 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 break up and they hate each other yeah. and everyone there's all this drama we were able to not only stick together but evolve and change and build and it was always our dream to do that yeah. you know um so <clears throat> that was that's probably uh two of the things that i'm most proud of if you want to talk something more of like along the lines of you know work wise um, working on the John, John Wick campaign mm, was probably cool. a highlight for me just because I'm a huge fan oh, yeah. of John Wick. Have you seen the John Wick movies? No. Dude, but they're now so I will, cool. I guess. Yeah, they're so cool. Yeah. Just, you know, watching Keanu Reeves basically beat up and kill everyone is just <laughs> so cool. Um, and if you look, if you look at like this, what went into that film and, and how they made it, it was just, it's, it's just so good. Awesome. And so being a part of that was really good. Having um, having a campaign that that went viral and was yeah. picked up by all these different news outlets was really cool. Um, seeing seeing like a poster that I designed, yeah, um, in theaters, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Seeing a logo that I did, you know, or that we did as an agency, and seeing it on someone's shirt that I have no idea who that person is. Right, just out in the wild. Just out in the wild. Yeah. That's really cool. That's awesome. You know, um, we worked on a, a film called uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, when we saw, I, I think the the trailer for Hacksaw Ridge played during the World Series. Oh, cool. And I remember watching that and being like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's wow. so cool. You wish you had charged more. I wish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know like just stuff like that is is, is really cool and then we get to work with <clears throat> really really great companies and really great people yeah you know um and work on things that we're proud of man and that's cool I, I think at the end of the day um we were able to do it our way and we were able to to, to keep to keep relationships at the forefront and we were able to to build a company that way and that's probably the thing i'm most proud of that's awesome well, I, I think what I'm loving and putting together in my head, and I hope the listeners are figuring it out, is um, you didn't wake up as a CEO. You no. you worked towards it. You right. you you figured out what you're passionate about. Cre you had this creative bent, and you learned some skills along the way, 
and then opportunities came your way and you capitalized on those opportunities. Yep. And here you are and you, you're running a success, successful agency. Obviously, we want many years of success for you guys. Yes. Uh, yes. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think that's important for people maybe early in their career or looking at a career pivot of like, okay, it's going to take some work, maybe some years to yeah. get there. But, but that, that marrying of your skills and your passions and seeing where they intersect with the opportunities in front of you, that's what leads to the kind of life you get to live. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I think, I think oftentimes when you're young, you overvalue your time. Yeah. Right. You think, you think that your time is worth a hundred dollars an hour mm. and sure. I mean, in some cases and in, in some way, shape or form, sure. But I, I think we overvalue certain things. And then when, when you get older and you get, you, you get into this middle ground, you start to undervalue your time and huh. your time is actually worth more. Mm. Then, then you find that beautiful balance of, no, this is what my time is worth. Yeah. But <clears throat> when you're younger and when you're, when you're um, starting out, I think you overvalue your time and you think that you're going to waste your time by trying something new yeah. and you're not. You right. have you have all the time in the world. Yeah, you know, like just go out and do it, figure it out. Yep. Um, because that one thing, yes, maybe it would have been a mistake, or it is a mistake, but it leads to something else. That mm -hmm. leads to something else. Yeah. Going to Thailand might have been a mistake. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it was like we should we have done it? Probably not. I mean, not for we your did, brother. Not right. For right. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, like should we have done it? Probably not. I mean, we were in the middle of recording. We didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. We were going through all these things. Like it wasn't the right time, but. I said, I want to go to Thailand. I've mm. never been to Thailand. Yeah. You know, I love Thai food, <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> this would be really fun. It'd be really cool. And it would be a great experience. Um, so I think valuing, ex valuing experience, valuing, um, valuing feedback early on. I, now looking back, I realized um, it was, this wasn't intentional, but I realized that the valuable part about my early career was the fact that I unintentionally wanted people to tell me, what they thought huh. i wanted feedback from from, yeah. from people real feedback yeah i wanted experience because i didn't have the book smarts i didn't have the university degree i didn't yeah. have any of these things yeah. so i went out and i wanted experience real experience yeah. i wanted to go through things in order for me to realize how to solve those little problems because as we all know when you when you're able to solve these little problems <clears throat> problems get bigger the older you get you're able to solve more problems and bigger problems and bigger problems. The bigger problems you solve, the more money you're going to make. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It, you know, I think you and I've talked about this maybe in your office or maybe online. I can't remember, but we talked about how one of the greatest uh, assets or, or personality traits of somebody that we hire, we hire yeah. people yep. is to be a problem, problem solver. solver. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> See, you finished my sentence. We've talked about that. <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah. So that's so valuable. And so if you're a young listener or trying to pivot in your career, Focus on that. How can I be a problem solver? Mm -hmm. And it will take you places. Absolutely. I think. Well, Gil, thanks so much for being here. This has been a lot of fun. We got to wrap it up. But um, thanks for everything, man. Tell people uh, where they can find you online. Well, first off, thank you, man. This yeah. was great. Uh, this was a long time coming. I'm so pumped for you. I'm pumped for this podcast. Um, I'm psyched for all the listeners, and I'm excited to hear the rest of them as well. Thanks. Are you going to um, promote this on your Instagram? Absolutely, oh, man. Right. Of course. See, so, yeah, uh, I put you on the spot, maybe commit to it. <laughs> now I can hold you to it. Uh, yeah, you can find me at the Gil Sandoval. Um, just uh, on Instagram. I, I, I'm on Facebook. I don't do much Facebook. Uh, You're I'm mostly on an Instagram guy. Yeah, I just like the visual and it's just like yeah. the experience. I'm on Clubhouse now. Are, Are you, you on Clubhouse? I'm not, I haven't done Clubhouse. So I haven't got like... I haven't gotten into it as much, but um, I'm, I'm on Clubhouse right now. Uh, do you need an invitation? 
I think so. I don't know. Okay, I got to figure that out. I'll get yeah. in, I'll get into Clubhouse. But all right, so the Gil Sandoval. The Gil Sandoval. Yes. Spell that real quick. The Gil Sandoval. Sandoval. S A N D O V A L. The Gil. G I L. One L. One L. Sandoval. I won't be able to, be able to find you, but I'll put it in the show notes too, yeah, so people yeah. can find you. And right now, you're posting a lot about your uh, new running habits. Yes. So that's good. Yes. You, My health habits. Health if habits. You will. Yeah. yeah. It's been inspiring. So thanks. You'll post a lot of uh, leadership insights, inspiration, motivation, and uh, just kind of updates from the agency as well. So if you're into that, uh, he's a good follow on the Instagram. Appreciate anyway, it. Anyway, hey, thanks for being here, man. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening. I'll be back shortly for episode number three. Who knows who that'll be, but I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for listening. Have a great one. See ya.